Hey guys, welcome to the Chatter from the Cheap Seats podcast. I'm your host, Jack Feldman, alongside my co-hosts, Ori Yachin and Sammy Kermstein. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at chatter underscore cheap seats pod. You can get the podcast on all major podcast platforms. Please uh, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And yeah, how you guys doing today? Doing good, doing good. How are you, Sammy? I'm doing all right. School's wrapping up which is, it's very weird, like, ending my freshman year like this, you know, but I'm yeah. happy nonetheless, yeah, for you know, sure. I guess I, mean, I just I get had to, um, Yeah, I mean, I had to choose, like, we can choose pass or fail, so, or, I mean, pass or you take the letter grade, so we have to choose that today. Yeah, I got, I got um, my I know it's kind of different card. for, like, private school, right? Yeah, yeah, I got my report card back yesterday, and let's just say I was kind of out of it, the third trimester because we have trimesters once once online school started i was kind of out of it and they basically made it so your third trimester grade was an average or your first and second trimester grade which is really nice because like i basically had knew i had straight a's from like the beginning of the um, third trimester and i did a lot better than i thought i did the first second trimesters i had my only b the entire school year was in health i got an 89 in health don't ask me how that you gotta happened. be in help. Don't ask me how that happened, but it was <laughs> it was not good. Me and my uh, friend were doing a project together, and uh, she basically said like like we we kind of half asked it a bit, and she basically said like this sucks. You need to redo it. So we basically took her advice and did literally everything that she said, and she gave us like a sixty five. <laughs> so that's why I gotta be in health. But anyway. Uh, yeah, I've just been, just been chilling. Uh, me, I went over to Ori's house uh, a couple of days ago and me, Ori, and then two other of our friends, uh, took live BP against each other, which was pretty fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was definitely trying to get creative ways to, uh, get the work in. So it was fun to, uh, kind of get back into it. You know, we haven't seen live pitching in a while cause School sports obviously were canceled, and so were uh, team sports, like clubs yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it, it just it sucks that there's no sports, uh, especially for the seniors in high school and the seniors yeah. in college. But let's get into our first segment here, which was the NFL – or not the NFL, the MLB draft uh, was uh, recently just happened. It's going to wrap up uh, tonight, which you're, we're recording this on Thursday, so it's wrapping up tonight. But anyway, uh, I think the big surprise for most people was I think uh, people a lot of people thought Torkelson was going to go one. But after that, I think um, what's his name Austin Martin fell yeah. fell to the Blue Jays, and he's he uh, he's the super utility player out of uh, Vanderbilt, and a lot of people are predicting that he is going to be the best player in the draft class, and I think that the big winners of the MLB drafter, the Blue Jays, with Austin Martin. I think that's huge, yeah. uh, especially with the young core they have. I mean, they don't have much pitching, but, I mean, you got Bo Bichette, Kevin Biggio, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I mean, in, like, five or six years, they are going to be one of the best teams in the MLB if they can if they can get a decent pitching staff. Yeah, I mean, and for me, I mean, make that even sooner. I mean, 
obviously, I mean, like with two and a half years under his belt, you know, 2020 was obviously a weird, uh, you know, situation. You know, Martin definitely has uh, that college experience that, you know, not all these first round guys always have uh, in one of the best conferences, the SEC. And I mean, this guy put up monster numbers, uh, 392 batting average, um, OPS over 1,000. And that's uh, in 2019 and 2020 for uh, the 16 games he got in 2020. And, I mean, Austin Martin, I, I was going to say the same thing before you said it. Um, a really big steal. i really surprised that, that uh, he ended up falling to number five. But uh, I'm sure the Blue Jays are really happy. And I think it's going to be really soon. Um, that young core um, is already starting to develop. You know, a lot of guys have already came up. Um, and now you add a guy like this into the mix who uh, could be coming up very soon given his college experience. Um, I really like a guy like Austin Martin, and I'm very surprised that he didn't go higher in the draft. I mean, yeah, sure. I think kind of with the MLB draft, it's it's different in, uh, than any other sport. Um, I mean, you have 40 rounds, which is by far the most in any draft. Um and, you know, I'm not going to say it's total, it's like a total crapshoot, but it kind of is. Like, you see a lot of, like, super, super talented players in the majors that were drafted in, like, 16th, 15th round. And, you know, some of the guys you draft in the first, second, and third rounds never make it past double A. And I think that, obviously, because the college season was cut short, this draft is going off of a lot of things that already happened. And so there might be a lot of players that got overlooked. Um, you know, people that might've had a breakout season this year. Uh, we're not allowed to do that. We're not allowed to show their skills. And I mean, it would have been really, really interesting to see the difference in the drafts, whether the college season happened and uh, didn't happen. Yeah. yeah and, um, and not only that, it just sucks for the kids who, who were going to be drafted in the later rounds, not even late rounds, like sixth round is pretty early in the draft since there's 40 rounds. I mean, and now all these guys are going to be free agents and they're not going to, even if they do get signed, they're not going to be able to make as much money as they were with a signing bonus from the draft. Yeah. Um, and an interesting note from the draft was, um, which relates to obviously this, uh, high, uh, high school and college season being cut short. Um, the, the first high school player taken was number eight, which usually um, we see guys from high school in the top, you know, three, four, five, usually at latest, you know, high school, uh, the first high school player in the draft usually won't go that late. Yeah, they're usually the boomer bus picks. Right, yeah, exactly. And, you know, that's, you know, like I was saying, all because of, um, you know, just the fact that, you know, people can see more of what the college players have done. And for high school players, um, they didn't really get as much of a season as these college guys got. Um, so there's more to go off of with these college guys, um, a safer pick. So it makes sense that um, Robert Hassel, uh, the first high school player out of the draft, doesn't get picked until number eight by the Padres. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely, you know, I, this year, I usually don't tune into the MLB draft um, as much as I did this year. Just because, like, you know, there's, there's usually games going on and there's usually this and that. But I had some time to sit down and watch it. And it was, you know, it was a really good experience because um, it, it was cool thinking that, like, these are guys I, we're going to be seeing in the next few years up in the big leagues. And, you know, 
it, it, it's super fun uh, always to watch an event like this. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, an interesting uh, uh, piece of information. I was listening to Talk in Baseball the other day, which is another great podcast. John Boy Media, you guys should check that out. But they were they had an interview with Cole Tucker, who is a a player on the Pirates, and his brother was like uh, a baseball player coming out of high school. He was a very highly regarded draft prospect, and they said that it, it was he said that it was very interesting to see how his draft process was different than uh, his brother Carson Tucker, his draft process. Because I mean Carson, he only played a couple of games in his high school season and in his senior year, which is very big, especially for MLB teams, because you're going to draft a kid who played basically three games his entire senior year. I mean, that's that's very risky. Uh, drafting a high school player in the first round is risky enough normally, but yeah. after only seeing him play three games his senior year, and yeah, it's just interesting. That's just one example. There are probably many more of how coronavirus affected high schoolers not being able to play their season. Yeah. I mean, I mean, for sure, and there's probably going to be a bunch of high schoolers that would have been drafted and would have gone uh, through the minors, but now they're going to have to um, go to college, and it might be interesting to see kind of how that plays out. Maybe there's more talent um, next year for college yeah. baseball. Um, I, I just think it's really interesting to, you know, kind of see how all this will play out. Um, and, you know, already, as I was talking, you know, MLB, the draft, it's a very hit or miss. And when you don't have the most recent season, when you don't have that production, it's going to be really, really difficult to hit on your draft pick. So it's going to be really interesting to see how successful these guys are next level. Um, I'm sure the scouting process for these teams was very difficult, uh, very interesting. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just think it's, it's very interesting, the whole, the whole premise and how uh, everything will play out in the future. Uh, but that said, let's go on to uh, some tennis news here. Um, Federer just announced that he will not play until the 2021 season, um, which is super interesting. You know, he did have um, a surgery on his knee, um, so he's going through that. But it's not the surgery that's going to take him out of the 2020 season. Um, he, it's also obviously because of corona and things like that. And not only him, but it's been reported that Nadal Djokovic and Serena Williams all have said that they might not play in the 2020 season, uh, which it's going to mean the 2020 season is going to be a very interesting one for tennis. Um, so, so what do you think about that, Jack? Yeah, I think um, I think that's huge. I mean, I'm not a huge tennis fan. I'm definitely consider myself. I like tennis. I, I watch it, not like religiously, but I watch the U.S. Open. I watch Wimbledon, and. As speaking from the perspective of a casual fan, which I think there are a lot of tennis fans that are casual fans, I'm not going to watch the U.S. Open if the big three of Nadal, Djokovic, and Federer and Serena as a fourth aren't playing. Because I mean, I mean, Ori, uh, you're a resident tennis guy. Who's like the number four uh, biggest star in tennis, in like the men's tennis? I mean, I guess if you're talking about. Um talent it'd probably be like dominic team but marketability you know, and nick kyrgyz probably or maybe get the guy on fees. The rackets, there, right? there's a, there's some other guys but they're definitely not on the level of the big three yeah uh, he's the guy that throws the rackets right what's his name yeah nick kyrgyz 
So yeah, the you see, yeah. You see, that's the only reason why I know him. Uh, I, don't, I don't know the other <laughs> guy. I mean, I'm like, no one, n- n- most casual tennis fans probably know who those guys are, but I'm like a suit, like, like I watch, but I don't really know anyone. I think a lot of people aren't going to watch uh, if, if they are playing, and I think it's a huge hit for tennis. Sammy, what do you think about that? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I am, uh, I'm not a tennis fan. I can't even really call myself a casual tennis fan. If it's on, I'll watch it. You know, I don't really know much of anything about tennis. But, um, you know, I can imagine, I mean, this is just a huge hit for, um, you know, people who maybe, like, casually watch, like, Jack. And, you know, even, like, someone like me who's, like, maybe would be thinking about watching it, but then it's like these big names disappear. I mean, to me, it's almost like, uh, you know, LeBron James, you know, a lot of people follow LeBron, you know, because he's LeBron. And it's like, if he goes, uh, that's losing a lot of people. And, you know, it's not really the same thing, but, you know, when you, when you're losing all these big stars like that, um, it just, it, it has to take a huge hit on the sport. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, yeah. I mean, already tennis is not like the most watched sport. So any hit not going for for the sport. And I mean, it's going to make 2020 a really interesting um, ATP season. And then it kind of sets up 2021 for Federer. Where he said he will play in 21. And, you know, you got to think his career is nearing its end. Will 2021 be his last year? I mean, I think it is. I think it sets him up perfectly to retire after 2021. Um, I, I mean, it's just going to be interesting to see what he does, it, you know, how he stay physically in shape um, during the 2020 season if he's not going to play um, competitively. Um, and, and just stuff like that. There's a lot of storylines going into the 2020 uh, tennis season that, that are very, very intriguing. But let's go on to... Uh, a different topic here. Um, well, one Jack- last one last comment uh, before we go on to Jack's dumb Twitter takes. I just want to say I, I figured out how the scoring works recently in tennis, so uh, I can now watch a tennis match and know the score. I just want to kind of brag a little bit about on, that. Man. I think that's very impressive. <laughs> I think um, I, I I think that's I, kind I, of I sad. Think that's you might be very, a casual fan, but you gotta very, know how the score. No, I'm mm-hmm. very proud about that. Like like you have no idea how proud I am about that. It's pretty For so many years. I was trying. I I was I saw all those numbers and the games and the sets and the matches. I mean the fact that they're I I, I don't know. But I've, I'm very impressed. I'm I'm I impressed myself with that. But Jack's done <laughs> Twitter takes today. This isn't. Uh, this is a fairly recent take from three years ago. Um, it's not like the other ones from like 2011. Uh, this was from uh, 2017. Uh, Brian Costello at Brian Cos reports John Gruden on a conference call was asked if he was coaching right now, uh, and this was before he was he coached the Raiders. So this was back when he was doing his. Well, every NFL team uh, wanted to hire him, but like he kept saying, "Oh, I don't want to coach again. I don't want to coach again." Thing or whatever he did. But like this was back when he was like on TV and stuff. John Gruden on a conference call was asked if he was coaching right now, which draft quarterback would he pick to play right away? Uh, can anybody guess his pick? This was from 2017. Uh, does anyone remember any big names from 2017? That was uh, Pat Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, right? Yeah, yeah, big yeah. names, right? You know who he picked? Nathan Did he Trubisky? Peterman. No, <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh my god. Nathan Nathan Peterman, Peterman my boy. <laughs> uh I would not compare 
I, I mean, I think um, it would be a fair assumption assumption to say that Nathan Peterman is not as good of a quarterback as um, as Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. Would you guys agree with that statement? I, I, I think I, I would, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I have to agree with that one. And what's actually funny about that is um, uh, John Gruden is true to his word. Uh, he got drafted by the Bills in 2017. And, and now he's, he's actually under. Yeah, um, he's with right. the Raiders. He's under, not Oakland. Or not no, Oakland. Vegas I, now. See, I'm, mm, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to get used to that. Oh. Yeah, he's actually in Vegas. So Gruden, he didn't know it yet, but he would eventually become the coach of the Raiders and he would pick uh, Gruden, he would pick Nathan Peterman up. So maybe he still believes that Nathan Peterman is the best quarterback in the 2017 draft class. But let's go on. Is now. Nathan Peterman starts for the Raiders? I that'd be yeah, that would be interesting. And there, yeah, Nathan Peterman would not be. He I would bet. be the third string. I don't. I don't think Peterman could beat out either one of those guys. No. I guess, and I mean, it's not—it's not that hard to beat out those two guys either. I mean, hey, Derek Carr is not that bad. No, he, but he's got—I mean, he had a good season a couple years ago. There's a lot of hype around him, and I think he's kind of toned down a bit. Uh, his hype is toned down a bit, but I mean, I think this kind of is prove it year. Yeah, but yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I know I'd agree with that. But let's go on now to uh the to- the next topic, which is. What is the most impressive uh, single athlete, singular record? So it can't be like like a team record. It has to be like a single record. Uh, so like a single player. So uh, Sammy, you want to start us off here? Yeah. Now, um, you know, whatever you guys are going to say, you know, I'm sure. I mean, all these records are going to be unbreakable. But one that I think, and it's, it's kind of a fun one. So uh, bear with me. One that I think might be you know, one of the most unbreakable records is Brett Favre's 336 career interceptions. Now, um, until uh, earlier today when I was just doing research for this, I hadn't heard of this record. But um, it's, looking at it, I mean, the next guy down is over uh, 100 below him, George Blanda, who played like a 20-year career in the 40s uh, up to the 70s. Um, longer than 20 years. But, I mean, 336 interceptions is pretty crazy. Um, one, you have to have a long career, which for a quarterback is not easy. I mean, not many guys anymore can have 20-year uh, careers. So um, that's already one thing that makes it difficult. And then you have, I mean, you have to throw a ton of picks. I mean, Brett Favre, kind of known as, you know, a gunslinger. He just kind of, you know, just throw it everywhere and you know he got picked off quite a lot but i mean not quite an impressive record but one that uh might not be able to be broken that's uh, crazy yeah, i did not even is. like and he's not even Favre yeah was. and he's not even a guy that you would think because like when you think about Favre, you don't think like oh he throws a ton of interceptions you think he's a great quarterback but uh or you want to go next or should i go next uh yeah i'll, I'll go um so Sammy, that was a great one. I, I really, I mean, just to go back to it for a second, you know, look at um, Jameis Winston, who had 30 yeah. interceptions in one season, and he can't find a job now, right? Yeah. So, for I mean, someone he, to he throw is, 336. He is, he is a job. 
Well, he has a job a backup, as a backup. He can't find. He, he could have been a starter if he wanted to. I think. I think he's just. I think he took the job yeah. as a backup, knowing that your breeze. It's automatic. It's a hundred percent going to be his last year. And I well, think I mean, well, he wants. I mean, I don't think he could have been a starter anywhere else. I I, I, think I, I just uh, I just did some quick math on my uh, phone calculator. Um, probably should have done it before the show, but you know, um, I <laughs> I uh, I. Uh, figured out that that would have meant 17 almost 18 interceptions every year for 19 years i mean that's pretty crazy and the fact and that he's still considered a good quarterback and a, I mean, a great quarterback I mean, you know a great quarterback won, you know he was a great QB. no he was he was yeah i mean it, it just kind of proves that you um you like you don't have to be this like perfect pristine you know always accurate uh quarterback to be one of the greats because obviously brett Favre is you know, he was one of the winningest quarterbacks. He has another great record. Uh, he played um, a ton of consecutive games. I'm not sure what the exact number is, but I mean, he was a winner and, you know, he did throw a lot of picks uh, for over almost 20 years. But, you know, when it came down, you know, to considering him a great QB, it doesn't really matter because he did so many other things good that people just tend to forget that he threw on average 17 picks uh, per year. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's crazy. Uh, but let's go on to mine here. Uh, this is a single game record here from Wilt Chamberlain, who obviously had his a uh, hundred point game. But I'm gonna go with a different one uh, from Wilt. Fifty five rebounds. Yeah, oh one game, fifty five rebounds. Uh, um, I think that's just insane. Obviously, he played in a different time where this was, I guess, easier. But now, I don't... I think this is unbreakable, like, 100% unbreakable. That's, that's I mean, you incredible. don't... You just don't see people getting to crazy amounts of rebounds. I mean, I think the... You you'd never see someone really average, like, double-digit rebounds. Averaging double-digit rebounds is a great feat. And you don't see many people do it. And the people that do, it's usually below 15. So to think five rebounds in one game like that's incredible i mean that's i mean and i mean, he had so many just such a good player that, it, that's insane will chamberlain was a monster i mean she's i mean absolute monster so i mean was do you know if this was a like uh did this game go into overtime or anything uh do you know or was it just like a 48 um, minute game i think this was just a, a regular 48 minute oh my so um, so that would be more than a rebound every minute I mean, yeah, how is I mean, that even possible? Oh my goodness! I don't even know how what that's possible. I mean, Will Chamberlain. I think. I mean, yeah. People. I think people always dismiss him as just being like, you know, well, oh, it, you know, easier NBA, blah 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 blah. But, I mean, people have to give him credit. I mean, he was like, um, at his time, like heads and shoulders and head. Like he was just way above anyone else in size and athleticism, everything. I mean. He was just an absolute monster, and it's like I don't think there's ever going to be anyone in any sport that can dominate like Wilt Chamberlain did. And I, and that's a fact. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, he dominated. I mean, Michael Jordan, yeah, dominated, but not on the level that Wilt Chamberlain did. And uh, yeah, they're driven NBAs, but I mean, the Wilt Chamberlain was just goodness. And he has so yeah, many and, and crazy just, records too. Yeah, yeah, uh, he, he has holds so many of them. Nine consecutive games with uh, triple double. Uh, which isn't that crazy, but also uh, is a hundred. Obviously, is a hundred points in a game. I mean, yeah, this is not his only record that people would consider unbreakable. 
Yeah, I mean, he's I, – I mean, I don't know. I mean, if he's in – he should definitely be top 10, you know, of all time consideration. I honestly think I that – agree i mean the, the man was he's an absolute beast. beast and you you can't put his competition level against him he just took advantage of it you know what exactly. i mean exactly i mean and uh, just to kind of clarify that game was only four quarters it was he was on the philadelphia wow. warriors they actually lost the game the boston celtics 129 132 which is extremely that? high scoring how was this how bad was this team jesus christ yeah i mean 1960 this happened so I mean, both teams had pretty good records. Philadelphia had eleven and five. Celtics were ten and three. So, wow, what a what a I mean, I, I'm surprised that that was so high scoring. Uh, they didn't yeah, even no. have the three point line. So, yeah, and I think I think the that record, the 100 point gain uh, record, I th- I think that could eventually get passed just because of all the three pointers now. Kobe had an yeah. 81 a couple years ago. I mean, uh, I, I agree with you there. I mean, I. Still, I mean, impre- very impressive, obviously. Like I, I think, um, you know, the the fifty five point, uh, or, you know, fifty five rebound game. I mean, that's like people haven't really scratched the surface on that. Um, and one that yeah, nobody's um, come close to that one. Yeah, it's like I mean, no one's even like scratched the surface. I mean, eighty one. I mean, isn't a hundred, but like it's getting there. And I think eventually, I mean, I think that's one that I could see being broken. I mean. Just earlier this week, um, someone was saying that if uh, Michael Jordan was in today's league, he could score 100 in the game. I mean, I don't think that's completely out of the question. But I think five rebounds. I yeah, mean, I think for someone to score 100 points in today's NBA, it would have to be a guy who is a very good three-point shooter. It's got to yeah. be a Harden, right? It's got to be like, mean, a, yeah. like a Harden type. Yeah. I mean, Harden and, and, and even is, someone like Devin Booker scored like what seventy something points. Yeah, he had a he had a. I mean, Harden's issue is ago. that you know he has, I mean, very good surroundings. If you want to score hundred points in a game, I you, mean, you, you got to be the only. You've got to be like the only scoring option. You know, like. Yeah, that that that's for sure. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I was debating between a couple different. Uh, Different records. I was debating between three big ones: uh, Cal Ripken's consecutive game streak, Joe DiMaggio's consecutive hit streak, and uh, Cy Young's wins. Now, I mean, everyone admit, admits that Cal Ripken's uh, record was very impressive, but I, I, it's not the one I chose. And also, Joe DiMaggio's hit streak. I think that if you make an argument for that, I cannot go against that. I think. It's a valid argument. I mean, he had a fifty he had hits in fifty six straight games. That's incredible. Nowadays, like, it, I mean, especially with players taking an off day like once every couple of weeks. Yeah, it's I mean, not. yeah, the closest anyone's ever came to breaking that record or even tying it is Pete Rose in nineteen seventy eight, uh, which was a long time ago when he hit safely in forty four straight games, which is crazy. And you might think that's actually very close. But he still had 12 games to go. And if someone has a, even a 12-game hit streak, that still turns the eyes. Like, that's still pretty, like, impressive. Yeah. And there's only a 2% chance of breaking that record. But the record I had to go with is Cy Young and his 511 wins. Um, no one's ever going to come close to that again. Uh, the sec- second place is Walter Johnson with 417 wins. I don't think... Uh, any MLB player is ever going to get 300 wins again. 
Um, how, how many did he say uh, Walter Johnson had? Uh, Walter Johnson had 417. Oh, my, wow. So, I mean, that's pretty, that's a huge difference, man. That's a pretty big and, gap. And yeah, yeah. And 417 is also crazy anyway. But, um, yeah. but I mean, I, Justin Verlander, I don't know how many wins Justin Verlander has in his career. Um, but I think any player that isn't like currently active playing um, right now, like currently in the MOB, after like all the players that are playing now are gone, I think no one's ever going to even have a chance to get 300 um, uh, wins again in their career, let alone 500 wins, let alone 511 wins. I think he basically had to pitch like almost every day. It's never going to, I mean, now, especially with all the rest and you see pitchers getting taken out, like, like if they're getting roughed up in the fourth inning and they're getting around that a hundred pitch mark, if they're not pitching well, they get taken out. And then maybe who knows their team comes back and they get the win. If you stick them if they, if they pitched all nine innings, because back in those days when uh, Cy Young played, um, he would pitch all the time in those. Yeah. In those games. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Justin Verlander is 225 career win so i don't think he's gonna get to 300 but yeah i mean i'm gonna just you know that record i i mean i kind of have to go with that one to be honest i mean when you're looking at most unbreakable because i mean there are i mean first of all walter johnson a guy who played in that same you know not quite as long ago but i mean you know an older league is a hundred behind him which is a huge gap but then you look at today's league and there's no one um no one could do that because it's you? different. Yeah, you know, it's now a five-man rotation. You didn't really have any of that back then. The uh, closest um, current player is my man Bartolo Colon with two hundred and forty-seven. Yeah, he's, he's that current player. Well, got, he, I know you love Bartolo. I love yeah, Bartolo too. And hey, I know you're he holding could get hope. He could get signed. I know you're holding hope. He, he's, yeah, he he's, could he's, get signed. And, on, ML, and uh, on Baseball Reference, he is still listed as a current player. Really? So, okay. Yeah. He's still why? And I, I mean, another, another current player, um, Clayton Kershaw. I mean, well regarded as one of the best, if the best pitcher um, in Major League history. He only has 100 wins. In 12 years of being absolutely dominant, like that's incredible. Uh, season yeah. and win. So to think someone 511 or beat that, I just don't think that's ever gonna happen, yeah, or it, someone's yeah. even gonna come close. No, it's one yeah. of those records where like the the hit streak in today's game. I mean, technically, it's it would be like like technically, it's still possible. The rebounds. I mean, I don't think it's. I mean, I'd say. Technically, you could have like a guy have a huge game and like like pull it off. Um, the interceptions, technically, I mean, it could happen in a career, but but like with not even like with baseball, just like with all the health concerns with like arms and Tommy John. Uh, first of all, to pitch the amount of games needed to get to that amount of wins would never never happen in today's well, game. Yeah, I it's just, just one of those things where like. It's not even like you can't even say. Well, technically, I mean, like it's not. You, you can't even say like. Well, I guess there's like a chance because there's always a chance. There's no chance. Like, like there's I mean, literally zero percent chance that this record ever gets broken. Like it's well, impossible. What like, I'm actually I mean, impossible. I I just kind of um you know did some more quick maths on my calculator, and um if a starter has thirty game uh thirty wins a year, which is insane, but you know. Let's say, you know, they start 30 the games and they like win every one. 
you would still need 17 straight seasons of 30 wins to approach that record. That's in, that's crazy. I mean, and that's just never going to happen. Broke. It's not happening. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Jack. Yeah, I think I think that is definitely the most um the most crazy record in uh in um, Major League history, and I'm actually looking now. I looked up most wins in a Major League season. Charles Old Hoss Radborn <laughs> holds the single season record for most games won in a Major League season. He had he, he had 59 wins, and it, it was in 1884. Oh my God! But 1884. <laughs> but since 2000, uh, I mean, 20 win games have been. Uh, the big, the big uh, mark to beat, and uh, if you if you pitch if you have more than twenty wins, uh, I mean that that's impressive. But now wins aren't really regarded as a good measure of a pitcher's talent because, so I mean yeah they're not. It's so much luck uh, involved in in the wins, and it's not really. There's m- many more stats that are a better judge of um of a pitcher's uh but I mean, skill set. But yeah, but I'm looking now. Since 1917, only five pitchers have won 30 games in a season, and no one has ever done it since 1968. So, like, oh I mean, to do and is that no one's ever going to win 30 games in a season, ever? I think that's also an unbreakable mark to reach, and much less 17 straight. 17 straight. Times. straight <laughs> see, I mean, that's that's crazy. This record, yeah. I mean, it's just it almost seems fake when yeah, you I mean, look at it. And, you know, you were talking about how um, wins aren't really a great measure of talent, which I agree, you know, it's a lot of, you know, how'd your offense do, you know, this and that and the other. But really, I mean, what it is, it's a, it's a mark on your longevity and um, your stamina. I mean, you, that, that means you have to pitch um, a lot for a long time. And I, I think that's kind of what wins show. Um, and, you know, do it at like... An, a level good enough to give your team the win. Uh, that's that's never getting broken. Cy Young, uh, good job, buddy. You uh, you did a yeah. great job. <laughs> you earned that. Good. <laughs> yeah, but um, LeBron James is uh, you know, when we're talking about basketball, um, a guy who we all think uh, could have plenty of records by the time his career ends. Um, you know, it's basically, you know, almost guaranteed, uh, you know, if he keeps playing, uh, to, uh, as old as he wants to be playing, but, um, what if, uh, for, or what if segment today, what if LeBron James decided to play football? Because if you did not know, um, LeBron James was a really good high school football player at a St. Vincent St. Mary's high school, uh, in Akron, Ohio. Um, he only played one game his freshman year, and he uh, that's a state semifinal game. In that game, he catches 100 yards with for two touchdowns. So that kind of puts him, uh, you know, that gets him in the eyes of the coach. And uh, sophomore and uh, junior year, he just explodes. Um, sophomore, that's kind of where he breaks out. But his junior year in high school, remember, he had 57 receptions for over 1,100 yards insane and um a lot of experts say that uh so lebron was a tight end um i probably didn't make it as clear as i should have but um people say if lebron was a wide receiver 
Uh, he could have had um, over 500 yards more than he already had. Um, so, you know, obviously, you know, basketball, he was getting national attention for at the time. He had a documentary filmed. Michael Jordan knows who he is. He's a big deal in, bas- in the basketball world. But uh, he's also a really great football player. And um, when it comes down to it, I mean, it's really about um, his size and athleticism, which is also, I mean, to be honest, why he's so good in the NBA, why he's so successful when it comes to basketball. I read a report somewhere that uh, LeBron James ran a 4-4 40-yard dash. Um, I'm not sure if that is true. There's another account uh, that said that he uh, could have ran a 4-6. Still incredibly good times for uh, a 6-8, you know, frame like LeBron has. Um, So he's an absolute athlete. Um, Probably would have been a tight end. Um, if he got drafted to the NFL, and people say he could have been a first-round pick, possibly even to the Cleveland Browns, who um, in his first eligible year of being able to get drafted in 2005 would have had the third overall pick. Um, and a lot of people, experts, um, think that could have been possible. LeBron James uh, being like a Rob Gronkowski-esque um, tight end Um what do you guys think? Do you think LeBron James could have been successful in the NFL? Well, uh, in the uh, 2020 NFL Combine, the fastest 40-yard dash time for a tight end was Albert. Uh, I'm going to butcher this. Um, Albert Ukuwugabunum. Uh, he ran a 4.49, and that's basically on par with LeBron's 40-yard or LeBron's alleged. 40-yard dash time. I don't think it's possible that LeBron ran a 4-4. Because I, I think, like, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, I mean, I, I guess I it's know. possible, but I don't know. I mean, that's, pr- to, that's I mean, that, to be on par with the fastest tight end in the 40-yard dash on this this year, it's pre- pretty incredible, I think. I think his biggest skill in basketball is definitely his, um, his athleticism, and that's a skill that would translate to, um, to any sport, including football, and I'm looking now. Uh, Vernon Davis uh, went to Maryland, played for uh, San Francisco Redskins, a lot of different teams in his career. Uh, he holds a record for the fastest 40-yard uh, dash time by a tight end ever, what and um, he ran a 4.38. Oh my and, god! I mean, wow. I mean, LeBron would have been right up fast, there. But, I mean, if yeah, that's I mean, true, that's yeah. That that's I mean. I find it a little hard to believe because yeah. that would make LeBron. I mean, I'd say that would give LeBron what a top five forty-yard dash time, or not top five. I'm sure there are more than five people, but I'd say that give him like a top ten forty-yard dash time of tight ends in football history. And let's not forget, he I mean, ran look, this, LeBron's a pretty athletic guy. But I know, but yeah, uh, I and let's not forget, he ran this in high school. He he probably got faster. I mean, when it comes to LeBron with football, I mean, I, I think, I mean, just looking at what everyone's saying, um, I think he definitely could have been successful. I mean, he's obviously an athlete. We know that. Um, but it seemed like it translated very well to football. And I, I think the main difference, um, you know, maybe he could have had a successful career, but I, I, I obviously wouldn't have lasted as long. Um, LeBron, you know, I was reading an article. He always wanted to be a wide receiver, but... um. He was. Uh, he kept himself as a tight end to keep himself healthy for basketball. And you know, I, if he ended up choosing uh, 
football, I bet he probably would have become a wide receiver, uh, possibly just because that's what he wanted to do. So, um, and obviously injury risk increases um, as you become a wide receiver. So, I mean, I, I just don't think LeBron would have been able to have a career past, you know, six, seven, you know, eight years at most. Um, whereas his NBA career has lasted, you know, I think about like over 15 years now. Um, I think that would have been the main difference, but I still think he could have been very effective. Um, Urban Meyer actually uh, recruited him out of high school um, and said that uh, he thought LeBron had potential to be a great all-around player, good blocker. He could already catch the football um, very fast, maybe not 4-4 fast. We don't know. Um, but, I mean, it's just interesting, interesting to think, you know, could the, one of the best athletes ever to play basketball also been one of uh, the best football players, uh, you know, or one of the best players at his position ever to play? It's interesting. Very interesting. And, I mean, he definitely has the work ethic to, you know, accomplish it if he did choose football. But I think we can all say that he definitely goes uh, correctly with uh, choosing basketball. I mean, he got drafted out of high school, number yeah. one overall. So I don't think it was really viable. I don't think it was a very, you know, I don't think it was an argument in his mind, whether basketball yeah. or football, just because he was so no, He was good one of the most highly basketball. touted yeah. recruits out of high school. In well, I mean, yeah. he was... I mean, obviously. He was getting national attention for it, like I said before. I mean, if, you, you know, every you're, the whole world's eyes are kind of on you in uh, something, you don't turn away and do something else, you know? And as much as he may have enjoyed playing football, which he did, you know, he loved football um, from a, you know money standpoint uh from just a, a fame standpoint you know it, it wouldn't have made sense for him to choose football and actually uh he, he stopped after his junior year he didn't play senior year because uh in a basketball game yeah, he broke his wrist and um he just decided you know what i'm gonna focus on basketball you know and i obviously you know it turned out well uh lebron james is arguably uh, maybe the best player of all time. We had that debate on one of our earlier episodes, if you have not checked it out yet. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think Ori has a pretty good uh, Amazon product for us. Uh, what do you got, Ori? Before, yeah, one second. to kind of wrap up. One second. Uh, before we get into that, I'm just, uh, I'm looking, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I thought this is actually insane. So, you guys, do you guys watch the Little League World Series? Yes. Uh, I'm looking oh, yeah. at, you know, there's always like that, that one kid that you're like, no way he's 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. looking at, uh, Instagram right now. There's this guy on Spain in 2018, Ronald Vis He is 6'1", 248. <laughs> uh, no. He's bigger. Hey, is he 12? He is 12 years old and he is no, bigger than 96.6% of this year's major league players. <laughs> I, I, just, I just I just find that insane. But Ori, you were about to say ninety six. I, I don't know how you found that. Olds. No, yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, <laughs> I was, I was like, just what? scrolling through Instagram. That is not in our scheduled programming, folks. But Ori, let's Breaking hear news. your uh, Amazon product of the day. And first, before we start that, we have odds on Amazon product of the day. We have betting odds. Uh the favorite, um, we have uh, two to one odds on um, on Ori. Uh, is the product animal related? We also have all right. 
Wait, one, one more odds. There's an over and under, over under two, uh, over under three and a half stars. So please, uh, you guys can bet on that. Uh, you guys should do that next episode. Two to one odds on animal related products and over under three and a half stars. Okay. Well, if you were going to take those odds today, uh, you'd be right. If you took uh, the odds that it would be pet related, I mean, it is animal related. I don't really think pet related, but that's up to you to decide. And (laughs) it is over here on over 3.5 at 4.6, which I think is our highest of the show. Um, and it is animal related. Um, it's, uh, for a chicken. Um, (laughs) And I don't know if you count a chicken a pet, but if you do, then it is also pet related. It is a chicken harness. So kind of like a dog leash, but for chickens. Um, <laughs> I, I found it and I thought that this must be on the show. I know you guys don't really love the animal products, but we love if you have a chicken, products, I think right? this is a must. 4.6 products. out of 5. Um, I don't really have a review that stands out because all of them kind of say the same thing, that it was amazing. Um <laughs> It's a really funny thing to look at. It's a Yesito chicken harness. Um, super funny product to look at. Um, I would definitely buy it if I had a chicken, uh, but I don't have a chicken. Jack or Sammy, you guys have chickens? No, I but um, there is. I, uh, there's someone who goes to my school who, um, you know, lives obviously, you know, sort of like you know, a few uh, minutes away. Who uh, I think she has chickens. Uh, like at her house so it's well, not like you know i'm telling you man this this super, looks like a great you know, product for people with chickens yeah it's I, I don't think it's like you know the most crazy thing in the world for like someone that's like not on a farm to have chickens like i think that definitely exists i have another friend who has like someone who has chickens in their neighborhood completely different I, you know i think chickens actually might be um like a very trendy pet yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, I, I think, think in the next few years, yeah, I think maybe chickens, chickens as a pet might be on the rise. Yeah, no, I had, and then, yeah, my neighbor a couple years ago had a chicken. Then I guess you'd feel bad, like, you know, if you want it like McDonald's or whatever, like, you know, KFC, like. I mean, I'm sure the chicken would enjoy it. <laughs> oh my God. That's, <laughs> that's, that's kind of morbid. Are you suggesting that chickens are cannibals? I'm just saying, tell me. You're telling me they would not enjoy McDonald's. Oh, McDonald's. But, I mean, yeah, KFC, not McDonald's. McDonald's isn't chickens. All, all chickens. Well, all chicken, chicken nuggets, bro. That's yeah, but they, that's but they have, they, But, like, they have cheeseburgers, too. It's beef. I'd say KFC is more uh, the chickens uh, arch enemies. But, enemy, but, so what's the product rating? Can we get into some reviews? Oh, yeah. All right. So, 4.6 out of 5. The over um, is what I had my money on. Yeah, so if you took the over there, you were right. Um, there's 13 total ratings here. No rating is under a 3-star. Um, I think this is our best product Like when it comes to ratings. And look, it looks pretty legit. I would say if you have a chicken, you must try this out. Um, Maybe even if you don't, we'll We see. have one that said, I entered a, a costume contest and brought my chicken along with this harness. I won the contest. So... I mean, look, if you're in a costume contest, you have a chicken, whatever it is, I think this product is for you. So I, I would hop on it. It's Yesito Chicken Harness on Amazon. 4.6 out of 5. I definitely think you guys should hop on it. Um, but I think that's going to do it for the episode today. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much for watching. Uh, yeah, uh, just thanks so much for watching. Super fun, obviously. Um, and remember to check out that 
product that I gave you. Make sure to give it a review. Make sure to DM us all that jazz. Uh, Jack, want to take it away? Uh, yeah, I'm going to rebound it over uh, to Sammy here. Sammy, any last words? Um, you know, as always, uh, really fun. Uh, I, Amazon product, phenomenal, as always, Ori. Um, if I had a <laughs> chicken, you, you know, I w- I, maybe I will in the next few years. I don't know. Chickens are on the rise. But, um, yeah, you know, a fun episode. Um, just really excited uh, or waiting, rather, you know, for sports to get back. And, uh, you know, I know it's just going to be so fun, you know, because right now we're, you know, doing all this without sports. So uh, it's just going to be so much more fun when all that comes back, which uh, will be soon. Hopefully, you know, basketball is soon. MLB, you know, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, you know, super fun. Uh, thanks for uh, sticking around to the end. Uh, yeah, I feel like uh, Sammy says literally every single episode as his last words. Yeah, so uh, fun episode. I, I do. I, I mean, he what else is there to say? I mean, maybe one I'll be like, well. It's always a fun episode. Eh, this one wasn't yeah, that fun. Yeah, this episode kind of sucks. <laughs> this one was fine. Yeah, well, it wasn't yeah, I, best. I had a better title. Yeah, we've had better. But, yeah, uh, uh, you can follow us at chatter underscore cheap seats pod on Instagram. And also, we are now on TikTok. Please follow us on TikTok. Uh, if you guys like Ori's Amazon products of the day, we usually uh, – post the clip of those on tiktoks because that's usually they post the highlights of our episode and that's normally the highlight of our episode uh so if you guys just want to watch like the listen to the best parts of the episode definitely check us out on tiktok also follow us on instagram we post a lot of um like just questions like debate questions about different sport sports topics and that stuff we put a lot of work into it you guys should check us out uh you can leave a voicemail at 202 743-1767. That is 202-743-1767. And uh, please um, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, that that helps us out so much because it's how we get onto the charts. We we were on the charts previously. Uh, We are now on the charts. We're now off the charts because you can only be on the charts for like a specific amount of time. But if if you guys want to help us get back on the charts, uh, that would be awesome. And also, I just want to say uh, thank you guys so much for the support. We have 361 total plays on all our episodes combined, which is just crazy. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of plays. That's a lot of people taking time out of their day to listen. Yeah, thank uh, you guys so much. Fun episode. Uh, you guys can check us out, uh, like I said, on all the previous mentions. And, yes, yeah, see you guys next time.